to another Crime on Time episode with Katarina. On today's episode, we're going to look at Bevan Spencer von Einem's case, which took place in Adelaide, South Australia in 1983. Today, we have a special guest, Sung Min Lee, who is going to ask me questions about the crime. Let's start. What crime was committed? Bevan Spencer von Einem is a serial killer who was imprisoned after raping and murdering the 15-year-old teenager Richard Kelvin in Adelaide 1983. On the afternoon of June 5, 1983, he abducted Kelvin from O'Connell Street in North Adelaide, just 60 metres away from Kelvin's home. As a homosexual man, von Einem claimed that Kelvin also wanted to have sexual relations with him because he considered himself homosexual. After getting his attention by talking to him, von Einem drugged, harassed and raped Kelvin until he died from massive blood loss caused by an anal injury. After realising that he killed the teenager, von Einem threw his body on an airstrip near one one tree hill in the Adelaide Hills area, near where he lived. A month later, a geologist found Kelvin's body clothed and dumped. The autopsy showed that Kelvin was bruised and injured by the insertion of a blunt object like a beer bottle. Kelvin also suffered from blows on his head and back. Von Einem was then suspected by the police but never confessed his crime. Furthermore, he had his trial heard in 1984 and he is currently serving 24 years without parole in the maximum security facility of Yatala Labour Prison in Adelaide. Because of his unacceptable behaviour in prison, the court decided to change his punishment to life imprisonment in 2009 after he was proved guilty of publishing child pornography. How was the social cohesion threatened? After von Einem's trial in 1984, the crime was a public issue that threatened social cohesion. Social cohesion is defined as the way society is trying to work towards the well-being of all its members. It concerns three different axes, the individual, the community and the institutions. Specifically, the crime of 1983 concerned all three axes as the individual, von Einem, was not motivated to belong to the group of society that works towards human well-being. Kelvin's well-being was also not respected as he was murdered. Furthermore, it was upsetting for the community too that this crime took place because shared norms and values that should be not overtaken were then destroyed. By committing a major crime, von Einem did not support the moral issues that the community had set. It is worth mentioning that Kelvin was the son of local television and radio personality Rob Kelvin. For this reason, the local community was angered, upset and worried as Kelvin's father quit his job due to the trauma of Kelvin's death. Finally, the last level of social cohesion is the institutions. With this cohesion, human rights and the decision-making were threatened as the right of life and trespassing of Kelvins were both taken by von Einem. What legislation covers this offence and what penalties are prescribed? Indictable offences are known as the more serious offences including murder, aggravated theft and manslaughter. The crimes included in this case were assault, rape and murder. 
First of all, in Part 3 of the Criminal Law Consolidation Act in 1935 in South Australia, offences against a person are the most heinous of crime. Division 11 on Homicide outlines that any person who commits murder shall be guilty of an offence and shall be imprisoned for life. Continuously, Section 20 states that a person commits an assault if the person does not take consent of another person, the victim, to be bothered. Then, a. For basic offence, the victim is imprisoned for three years, or b. The force is used or the threat is made at the time of or immediately before or after the offender is likely imprisoned for 15 years. A person, the offender is guilty of an offence of rape if they engage or continue to engage in sexual intercourse with another person who a. does not consent to engaging in the sexual intercourse or b. has withdrawn consent to the sexual intercourse and the offender knows or is recklessly indifferent to the fact that the other person does not consent or has so withdrawn consent. The maximum penalty is imprisonment for life. What is the maximum sentence for committing such a crime? The Criminal Law Consolidation Act 1935 South Australia states that the maximum sentence for rape is 25 years, the maximum sentence for assault is 15 years and the maximum sentence for murder is life imprisonment. What sanctuation would you have given to a guilty offender for this crime? If I was to punish this crime, I would sentence von Einem to life imprisonment. Von Einem's offence was not simple. Furthermore, the penalty that he received at the time was not enough, as he showed while in prison that he is not an ethical citizen that should live a normal life. As von Einem was convicted this double-effect crime without being mentally incompetent, he deserves to be punished in the harshest way. He does not have any excuse and right to rape or kill a teenager. The fact that this teenager might have been homosexual does not make it any better as he never permitted von Einem to assault, rape or kill him. Finally, I believe that his penalty is sufficient following the court's final decision. What was the direct effect on the victim and what were the indirect or long-term effects? Kelvin was the direct victim as he was tortured to death, which means that the short-term effects of this case were Kelvin's death and rape. Although his family suffered because of his loss too in both the short-term and the long-term. Kelvin's father used to be a TV personality, Rob Kelvin, and stopped walking after his son's death. He was and still remains to be traumatised. This situation could lead to the family to economic long-term problems as the father used to have a large income to the family's economical state. What was the outcome of the legal process for the offender? After seven and a half hours of deliberation, the jury returned to give the verdict. Von Einem was found guilty of the murder of Richard Kelvin and was automatically sentenced at Yatla Labour Prison with a non-parole period of 24 years. Under South Australian law, a third of the non-parole period could be taken off for good behaviour in prison, which meant that von Einem could have been released on parole sometime in late 2000. Von Einem's defence team appealed the conviction to the Criminal Courts of Appeal in South Australia 
and requested that a new trial should be set. The basis for this appeal was the evidence given about the negative impact that might have had on the jury and also how the judge in the summation did not include the testimony given by von Einem's relative about his attendance on the day Kelvin's body was dumped. The Criminal Court of Appeal rejected the appeal, saying that the trial was conducted fairly and thus throughout, however, they did concede that the judge should have included the evidence relating to the birthday party. However, because of his behaviour in prison since 2001 until 2009, his punishment was extended to life imprisonment. Do you think the outcome is fair? I agree with the outcome as I strongly believe that von Einem should be punished in the harshest way possible. This offender deserved to be punished with life imprisonment as he ended another person's life without any right or remorse. I think that he was aware of what he did when he raped and assaulted Kelvin. He made his situation worse when he did not confess that he killed the teenager straight away or at least when he was arrested. Finally, I think that the final outcome von Engels Einem serving life imprisonment was extremely fair as there is no hope for his rehabilitation. Thank you for listening. That was Crime on Time with Katarina Yuvansudi and the special guest Sungmin Lee. See you next time with another Crime on Time episode. Have a nice rest of the day. Until next time, keep yourself safe.